Hi there, welcome to episode 8 of the Fire the Family podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and we are going to jump into learning all about the WGU MBA program, the Masters of Business Administration. Uh, I understand very few of you are probably in the market for this degree or um, are even interested in any sort of an MBA or uh, WGU in general. I imagine a lot of you don't know about WGU. So that's going to be the focus is kind of educating you on what Western Governors University is all about, what my experience was like with them, and uh, a little bit about the specific degree program and kind of what it's done for me uh, just in a few months after completing it. So uh, today is Saturday. I'm sitting here watching the Oklahoma Sooners um, losing to Kansas State at a pivotal part in uh, their season, which is not fun. So I figured I would uh, go ahead and uh, record an episode of the podcast. Uh, my son Riker's sitting right next to me playing uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, which is a fun game, and we've been kind of consumed by that the last couple of days. But let me just jump into it here. Uh, what is WGU? Western Governors University is kind of a budget university. It's a very cost-effective, affordable way to get a college education. They have many degree programs in undergraduate as well as master's degrees. And the primary ones that we were interested in as a family are their master's in teaching. And they have several different uh, flavors of that. And then the, uh, the master's in business uh, administration. They also, have, they also have a master's in IT and a master's in healthcare for uh, the business school. Um, so there are some other uh, undergraduate programs that WG offers, uh, but the big the big draw is that it's online, it's competency based, which means that as long as you know the information, you can essentially test out or do the assignments, the required assignments, um, and complete the class as quickly as you'd like. So some classes I was able to complete in a few weeks, like two weeks, and some classes I was able to complete in about a month, just depending on. Um, what my lifestyle, what was going on in my life, uh, how busy our family was, um, what kinds of things we had going on, how easy or difficult the class was. Um, if I've already taken classes on that same subject in my undergraduate degree, then it wasn't too difficult to breeze through some of them. Uh, some e some of the easier classes were like data-driven decision-making. Uh, it was pretty much a statistics class, and that was like my fourth statistics class I've ever taken. And so uh, it wasn't too difficult to, to pick it up and, and run with it. And the nice thing about that is uh, the school I went to for my undergraduate was a branch campus of the uh, Washington State University. And they were on a semester basis. So you'd sign up for a class. It would take you 16 weeks to complete that class and that and three or four other classes that you're assigned to. Um, and sometimes it was it was OK because some of the topics were necessary, you know, took that long for me to grasp. But some of them were a little it's a little ridiculous that it, we I have signed up for 16 weeks when I could go home at the end of the day and learn pretty much all the material I needed to via YouTube and Khan Academy. And if you don't know what Khan Academy is uh, and you're going to going to uni a university or some form of college, it's your best friend, uh, especially if you're in math, science or STEM, any other STEM uh, degree field. Um, they just lay things out so nicely and it's so easy to pick up and rewatch and really get the get the grasp of what's going on. Um, so kind of mirroring it or, you know, contrasting it against my undergraduate experience at a brick and mortar university, WGU was a big breath of fresh air. 
And the nice thing is, is it's not a, it's not a for-profit university. It's not a, um, it's not one of, the, it's not like a degree mill. It is regionally accredited, and that's the first thing that people want to know: is is the WGU MBA accredited? And it's accredited by the ACBSP, um, which stands for. Let's see if I can. I don't know it off the top of my my head here. Um, the uh, it's accreditation for business programs and. Um, Let's see. Yeah, well, I'm not going to bring it up. Um, it's a, a accreditation council for business uh, school programs or whatever it stands for. Um, but that's the that's the big one that you're looking for when it comes to an MBA uh, degree program, as well as um, uh, the WGU College of Business. Uh, and the school itself is regionally accredited by the Northwest Commission on Colleges and Universities, so the NWCCU. So that accreditation is, is really what you're looking for, for the, from the school, and then you're wanting that, that ACBSP accreditation from, from the College of Business specifically. Uh, there's many other uh, accreditations that the school has and um, for many of the other degrees, and on the website, firethefamily.com, I have a, a link that links you directly to those. Um, so that's pretty um that's pretty important uh, when you're looking at what school you want to go to. Number one is is the degree is the time that you're going to put in to earn this degree going to pay off? Is it going to be worth it? Is it going to um, uh, you know ultimately be worth the investment? And if it's not accredited, then it becomes a very difficult conversation uh, when it comes to that being taken seriously in the workplace. The second one is is WGU is the WGU MBA or any degree from WGU. A lot of people ask this question: if it's recognized and respected uh, in the workplace. So, is it easier to go get a job after getting a degree from WGU? Is there any hiring managers, any workplaces that have um, turned their noses up at it, or that ask questions about the validity of the degree from this school? And in my experience, the reason why I chose to go to WGU, one of the reasons is because I know a lot of people that have gone through gone through the school uh, to earn different different degrees, and everyone had the same story to tell. They, it was treated like any other degree. They weren't questioned. They weren't uh, talked down upon because it was an online school and it doesn't have a, the prestige, like basically the football prestige of a big, you know, state university um, and or private school. And the experience was always positive. Hiring managers loved to see it. And especially with something like the MBA, uh, you really have to decide, is this an MBA? Are you, if you're, if this is something you're interested in, are you getting this degree for the prestige and you know are you planning on working at a fortune 500 company because if so you might want to reconsider on where you get the degree from there's some networking opportunity when you go to a brick and mortar school uh, there's a lot of opportunity to learn from people currently in the industry and make those connections. Networking is is paramount to getting into those types of roles and those types of jobs. In my opinion, and what I was looking for was basically something to check the box for the hiring manager um, to give me a, a more broad uh, exposure to business and um, a business education because my undergraduate was in a science uh, field. It was in a, as a bachelor's of science and basically in plant biology uh, with a minor in biology. And so for me, I was kind of pigeonholed a little bit. Nobody really, not that many people really do what they got in their undergrad for a career, unless it's specific like criminal justice or nursing or if you're going on a medical school or there's some, you know, and there is some, some cases where people are working directly in the field that they got a degree in, but st statistically that's not the norm. Um, so I wanted a degree, I wanted the, my master's to be in something that gave me uh, kind of a broad access into an industry. 
I had a quick pause there um, because I had a FedEx package get dropped off, so I had to stop and go grab that. So hopefully the, the splicing here doesn't, uh, isn't too obnoxious. Um, but what I was saying was that I wanted access to a broader range of, of what I'd be allowed to do in the workplace. So um, my goal, and I really enjoy working with people, leading people, and helping people reach their goals. Um, it's, that, that started when I was in high school athletics, helping people um, improve and, and just get better. And that carried on through the military and my experience in the Air Force and getting to help you know new people come on and learn how to be a mechanic and work on airplanes. Um, and something that I wasn't, I was pretty, I felt like I was pretty good at, and I was, I was a quick learn to it. And there was some people that just uh, had a really tough time picking it up. So working with them to improve and, and get proficient was, was really important to me as well. And I just, it's something that I really like. And I think that down the long, in the long term, that's, that's where I see myself um, in ma being in management, being a transformational leader, helping people, uh, employees really enjoy where they're, where they're at, where they're working. And, uh, uh, just make make their lives better uh, on a daily basis um, and really give a lot back and uh, kind of the reason behind the website too is that I feel like my family's done a pretty good job at getting our finances straight and enjoying life and raising our kids and um, really experiencing um, some of the better things that, that we know how to do and um, really want to share that with others that may not have um, the same mentality and or think that it's it's possible to both raise a family and uh, be down, go down the path of financial independence um, and really just still you know not have to sacrifice too much. Um, so I would say that yes, the WGU uh, any degree from WGU is recognized and respected. Kayla is going to be a teacher, or I mean, sorry, oops, she is a teacher. She's currently teaching kindergarten. She's going to be uh, starting her master's next year, next year, late winter, early spring, probably February, March timeframe uh, to get her master's in, in teaching in uh, curriculum and instruction, I believe is what, what the one that she's going to be going down. And uh, we're both really excited about that because as soon as she completes that, um, her t she'll get a, t a pay raise as, as a teacher and it will basically be the same price as how much the school is going to cost her to go to. Um, so we're both really excited for her to, to get started and to complete that. Um, that's going to be a, an interesting journey as well. Um, the fact that it's a competency-based program, uh, I talked about that a little bit in the beginning. Uh, being able to test out is really, is really exciting. Um, if you know the material, you shouldn't have to go through a class for 16 weeks to prove that you know the material. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it does not make any sense at all, in my opinion, and it just holds back the people that are able to pick it up quicker and excel, and it... Uh, you know, gives them, it can, has the potential to make them bored or um, lose interest while you're catching everybody else up, essentially. Um, and so being able to do that is, is really great. And when I was in the Air Force, we had the ability to CLEP tests or Dante's, do Dante's tests. And those were basically, you, you can get a book on the material, you take a test on the material, and if you pass, you get the college credit. And that's just awesome because you might learn these things you might learn some of these things through real, real world experience you might learn some of these things uh on your own just being a, a natural you know learner somebody that seeks out knowledge you might be able to pick this stuff up so who's to say you have to sit through a class from a, a teacher especially most of the teachers i had at my brick and mortar university had never worked out in the industry that they're talking about the hard science teachers yes some of the more uh liberal arts side of the house it's like You've never worked. You've never worked at a, you know, outside of the outside of academia at all, and you're teaching me economics. Like, yeah, you're teaching me what's in the book, but you're not necessarily teaching me anything that you've learned from real world experience, which is, in my opinion, the most valuable. Um, so I'll get off my soapbox on that one. But 
I really like the fact that you could you could go at your own pace. Um, WGU MBA hours per week. How long did I spend at WGU completing my MBA? Well, it, on average, it takes two years to complete it. Um, some take less, some take a little more, um, but the average on their website's listed right about two years. Uh, it took me 15 months to complete it. So I had I started a, at a pace of one course per month. And that was what I was comfortable with because the holidays were going to, it was going to go over the holidays. Um, we had kids. I was working full time, um, trying to work my way up through the software as a service company that I work at now and uh, a lot going on. So I didn't want to stress myself out too much. And I was really in no rush. So um, I was, and it was paid for. I was getting paid to go to school uh, via the um, vocational rehab program. Um, through the Veterans Affairs. So um, I'll talk about more, more on that uh, when I go over one of my other posts. Um, but it's pretty, it was a pretty exciting way to go through school, debt, completely debt-free and earn multiple degrees while getting a monthly income. Uh, and so on average, I spent about 15 hours per week. And that was mostly in, on the weekends. A couple nights during the week, mostly on cramming on the weekends and um, getting ready for the tests. I usually took a test on uh, Sundays. Um, and the courses are basically you have, uh, you have tests that you have to complete and or a paper. And basically that was every one of my classes was set up that way. There wasn't any homework. There wasn't any busy work. It was usually a test and or paper. Um, and the final capstone was uh, essentially a team project, a research project. Uh, and that was, that was basically it. Um, so continuing on, um, six areas I felt that I was really able to improve as a result of going to WGU and specifically getting the MBA. And that is, uh, I'll list them out here for you. Being a more effective leader, analyzing financials and creating reports, holding relevant business conversations with my superiors, making business decisions within a team, running a better business and holding multiple perspectives and seeing things from other departments' viewpoints. Those are what I would, if I had to distill it down, uh, those were probably the six most important things that I was, I felt like I improved on, or I learned about, or uh, was, you know, was something new to me that I didn't know before, that I wasn't, uh, didn't have any exposure to before. Going over the cost of my MBA at WGU, all the, all the classes are roughly the same cost. It's probably plus or minus $500 because when I was looking at my wife Kayla's um, teaching MBA program, it's going to be about $3,500 every six months. And my, uh, my MBA was $3,900 every six months. And I think the undergrad is a little bit less. It's something like $3,200 or, or right around $3,000. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. And that's every six months. And that's as many classes as you can get completed in that six-month time frame. So if you can get done in six months, which some people out there, there's a guy named Felix Wong. He's got a website. He completed his MBA in four and a half months. That's just insane. Like, good on him for getting it done. Uh, I didn't want that for myself, mostly because I actually wanted to, like, dig into some of the material and um, really learn some, some things. And so I don't feel like for me personally, maybe other people are able to do this, but for me personally, just wasn't able to complete courses that quickly and retain information. Um, but yeah, so my 15 month pace was fine. I was okay with that. My goal was a year and I, I was a little bit late on that, um, partially due to the final capstone course though. Uh, so basically, if you were to take two years, the WGU MBA would cost about 15780 bucks total. Uh, and then here's some ways that you can mitigate the cost. You can complete the degree in less than two years. You can get grants and scholarships. 
You can ask your employer about tuition assistance. You can cash flow it. They do payment plans. Kayla's MBA, we're going to just pay for it per month. And it works out to be something like 550 bucks per month. Uh, and that'll cover her, her school. So we're just going to cash flow that out of our uh, monthly income. And then uh, would I say that the MBA at WGU is worth the cost? Uh, hands down, yes. Uh, for me, it didn't cost anything. I made money going to school there. Um, but if I were to have to pay, and let's say it took me two years and I had to pay $15,000 to get the degree, uh, yes, it's still worth it. If it gets you a promotion uh, at any level, if it gives you opportunities to a new job with a, even even a 3% price, you know, income, income increase, um, promotion, it's going to be worth it in my opinion. Always investing in yourself is always worth it if, if it presents job opportunities that, that are going to pay it back over time. Don't go to school and get a $70,000, $100,000, $200,000 degree if the job you're going to be qualified to do or the field you're going into can't pay it back. It doesn't make any sense. When I went to undergrad, I saw people going in the hole, like, you know, let's say 100 grand over, over four or five years to get a, to get a specific degree. And the, the, the starting jobs out of school are like 30K a year. It's like you're never going to be able to pay that back. And it's just, it's just insane that we don't educate our young people uh, on this. And that's one of, one of the primary reasons why I went to school and I was in the military and, and why I went in the military is because I knew I wanted to complete school and I knew I could complete school while I was in and then I'd have some benefits when I got out. So uh, there's lots of ways to go about it. There's lots of scholarships and grants and ways to get free money out there. You just got to seek them out and you got to want to do it um, and you got you to do it the right way. Um, and then you know, there's, there's, a big, there's always a question on if, an, if MBAs are as valuable as they once were. I don't know. I don't, it's, it depends on, depends on the person and what that person's able to do with it. I don't think we can generalize and say that all MBAs are not nearly as valuable as they once were, because I guarantee you, if you go to Stanford and you get an MBA or you go to Columbia and you get an MBA and you go out and you network and you get a job in that industry at the level that your, your, you know, your school will help you get a job at, um, like working for something like McKinsey or, um, some of those big, uh, big firms out there, capital venture firms and stuff like, yeah, you're going to do great. You're going to make a ton of money. You're going to have a really, probably a really solid career. Uh, if you're like me and it's more of a check the box and to give you more job security and to make you a little more well-rounded as an individual that's trying to get into management. Yeah. Great. It's a great degree to get. And it lets you put some letters by your name. It gives you a little more standout effect, um, when applying for jobs and, uh, it shows that you're really a lifetime learner. Um, a lot of people will say that they're a lifetime learner, but they haven't done anything to back that up. They don't have certificates or don't have a degree or don't have the things that would help them prove that. Um, other, than, other than that, it's just your word against theirs. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think that definitely it's up to the person and what they do with, the, with any degree. Um, you can't just go to school and get a degree and hope that the uh, red carpet's going to roll out for you. Would I say that Western Governors University was easy no, I would say no, because I am not that great at time management in my personal life. I'm not that organized in my personal life. Uh, I procrastinate in my personal life. So for me, it was not easy because there's no one there to hold your hand. No one is there to tell you when things are due. No one's there to tell you when uh, your homework is due or you have a test coming up or uh, you need to study. There's, no, uh, there's, there's not a lot of material 
provided to you that helps keep you on track. You do have a mentor that you meet once a week, and that was a big help for me personally. Uh, the coursework was not easy. The tests were not easy. There were several courses that I barely passed. Um, I was stressed out just as much as I was during my undergrad. And um, I would say overall my experience was that it was not easy. It was, for me, like just the right level of difficulty for me not to like freak out and get stressed and, and lose my mind over it. But I was still able to really grasp the material and I felt like it was um, real world, adequate material that like, you know, the case studies that we did were relevant and weren't outdated. The, um, the instructions that were given to us, the course, some of the coursework, the e-techs, everything seemed really fresh and updated and, and based on current companies and current case studies. And that was really nice to see. Uh, and then, yeah, and then I just go on to list basically the other degrees, some of the other degrees and stuff within the College of Business um, specifically, because that's the, that's the one I had experience and I don't want to talk a lot outside of what I experienced. And I will be making future posts and future episodes on uh, the teaching degree, our experience going through the master's in teaching, because my wife's going to be, Kayla's going to be going through that shortly. Um, so that's pretty exciting. But uh, again, if you're new to the episode and you've made it this far, uh, if you're new to the podcast, and you've made it this far in this episode. Um, it's kind of the layout of these isn't to be necessarily be conversational with somebody else. It's it may turn out to be that down the road, but for now, it's an accessibility thing. I want to provide another way for people to get the material that's on my website, firethefamily.com. If they're not a strong reader, if they don't like reading, if they want to listen to it during the the commute rather than uh, read about it on the computer if they for some reason have a disability um, and then I know me personally when I find a podcast the t five minute inter five minute intros to get into the meat and potatoes of the po of the podcast and then all the banter and everything it's like just give me the information so I can learn I can improve I can make the changes necessary and uh, maybe get a different perspective so that's that's really where I'm coming from it's purely educational and uh, I really I really like it so uh, let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Leave me a review if you feel inclined to do so. Obviously, five stars are great. They help me out. But any review is also um, great to see. That way I can make make the necessary improvements and changes. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with me on the Fire the Family podcast. And you can always get more information, more material, dive down deeper uh, on the old website there and learn a little bit more about me. Uh, firethefamily.com. Don't be shy. Feel free to join the newsletter. I haven't sent out a newsletter yet. Uh, I'm planning on it. I'm kind of building all of that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll get we'll we'll get through this together. But uh, again, thanks. I hope you have a great Saturday and or whatever day this uh, episode finds you. And share it with a friend if you think that it would be helpful and and beneficial for them uh, to have this information.